Hello, welcome back to Not A Single Brother, episode 8. Um, I just realised there during the week I was listening to different podcasts and everyone introduces themselves and I realised that I never do. So, <laughs> welcome back to Not A Single Brother. My name is Ashlyn Dowling and this is episode 8, is what I should do for all the other episodes. So I'm starting on episode 8 to introduce myself. I just presume that people maybe know who I am, if they're listening, that they've started listening through my social media but maybe you've just stumbled upon it and maybe you don't know my name so that's my name how is everyone hope everyone's well i feel like it's been ages since i've done a podcast since i've actually recorded one but delighted to just be getting back into it i feel like i was just i still am kind of in a slump um i mean obviously i've been i'm sick at the moment like i'm off work so like i've been in a slump anyway and that is probably a lot of the cause of it but I've been in this weird form of like I don't know anxious I hate saying like oh, anxiety but like I can't shake this feeling of like I don't want to post anything or the thoughts of sitting down to record a podcast or post a blog or literally post a story on Instagram about anything <laughs> gives me like anxiety as if like know that shit or oh people are going to be judging me on that I don't know why like normally I honestly don't give a fuck but I just can't seem to shake it it's like I've just got this knock to my confidence but there's no actual reason for it like I actually went back to listen to my first episode there because to give myself like a push because I was a brazen bitch there a couple of months ago I didn't didn't give a fuck what I was saying but now all of a sudden I don't know why I honestly maybe it is because I've been sick there for a while um and I've just not been doing much and probably too much time to think I don't really know what it is I think maybe I've been here I've listened to people's conversations talking about other people doing similar things to me and then uh I don't know make it makes me a bit paranoid or then I read like comments the same like on other people that are doing similar things to me and seeing negative things and then in my head I'm like oh god if that's what they say about them like I can only imagine what people might be saying about me behind my back it's completely irrational and stupid like nobody has said anything but again it's probably to do with being sick and having too much time to think but yeah I genuinely went back to listen to my first episode where I actually sounded like a brazen bitch I didn't give a fuck what was coming out of my mouth and yeah hopefully now that'll be the end of it and I'll get back on track doing this and post it and there'll be no more issues because I don't know what the fucking story is with it but it needs to go away um so yeah that's my news so this week's episode is I've decided to talk about Australia and the things that um the things that nobody tells you about I suppose so like I did a blog post on this about a year ago and just under a year ago actually it was just a small blog post called six things that nobody tells you about when moving to australia very light-hearted thing and i'll start off talking about those things but i've actually at work i've been talking to people about it and talking to people about things to do with that and people's like perception on us as like expats living here and like people at home and the things that they think of us or the way we thought life was over here before we moved here I suppose different things like that and I've heard other people doing it on other podcasts I just I don't I feel like I've been talking about it so much lately like even just in my group of friends or at work and I was just like sure 
Um, I'll just talk about it on the podcast. I thought it'd be a good episode. Um, so yeah, I've put together a few things and a few people have sent me in stuff as well. So yeah, just gonna go straight into that and I hope you enjoy. Starting off with the things I have in the blog post that I did. By the way, just in case anyone doesn't know and maybe you just listened to my podcast, but I actually started off doing a blog. So my blog is ashlyn-dowling.com. So I have like style bits, travel-y bits, foodie bits, lifestyle-y bits, um, if you want to have a look. And anything that I have there. Right, so it's actually gas reading back on this. It's nearly like reading my diary or something, in a weird way. Like, this was a full year ago. Do you know, it's like, is that the way I write? I don't know, it's weird. Anyway, so this is what I said. So I'm just going to skip the... No, actually, I'm going to read my first paragraph. So it's like, now before I start, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Australia slash Sydney. But I think those that don't live here and those that don't live abroad in general think that those of us who are away from home are on a permanent holiday. That's obviously derived from seeing the constant snaps of nights out, beaches and general pretty slash fun things, which is so true. What I do have so much fun here, I will be staying here for a while longer. No idea how long, gas, because I'm going home at Christmas. Um, there are a few things people forget about when they think about moving. Okay, so number one is a thing that I feel like a lot of people will agree with. A lot of people that are here agree with. Um, and this is mainly based on like the fact that you see so many like Snapchats and Instagrams snapchats nobody really uses snapchat anymore but instagram stories and whatever is we actually do work too (laughs) like people things might look fantastic via people's social media but we work five to six days a week over here as well um we get up early we come home late the same as you would at home but we just live in a different country um you kind of think before you come here that i'm going to do this 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 and this and then you quickly realize that that costs money and involves taking time off work in saying all that when work is good and you have the hours it is so easy to save for all those things that you want to do when you don't spend it all at drink on the weekend so yeah that's like obviously we work do you know what I mean I'm sure nobody thinks that we don't work but at the same time maybe people do think that we don't work or we don't work that much if anything we work more like people work crazy hours over here especially in construction like the amount of weeks that I've put down, do you know, like you work, or the amount of hours I put down, sorry, you work um, Saturdays a lot of the time here, like even though they are half days really, but like you work a lot of hours in if you're doing construction, like grand, if you're in an office, you do the same amount of hours, but so many Irish people here are in construction or in traffic control and whatever. And yeah, obviously it's really good money. But it's only good money if you're getting the hours. And that's because, I mean, if you're getting lots of hours because the money is only good when you start getting your overtime and your double time or weekend time or whatever, that's when it's good. That's why it's good because doing construction allows you to work so many hours. Whereas if you're in an office, like you're only going to work your regular, whatever it is, nine to five or eight to four or whatever. So yeah. I think people think we're living the life of luxury and not doing anything, but no, we're definitely working. (laughs) Absolutely working away and 
doing painful jobs at times that we don't want to be doing. So that's number one. Just let me check there. I think somebody else in the comments said something. Yeah, how you end up living a relatively normal life, work, friends, etc. But in a beautiful place with really nice weather. So yeah, like, it's just... We're just in a different country. We're doing the same things as you. Like, we sit after, we pay rent, we have to pay bills, we have to do whatever. and But we're just in a different country where there might just be more things to do at the weekend or the weather is just better. Do you know what I mean? But we're still slaving away here. <laughs> Getting up early, coming home in the evening, making your fucking overnight oats for the morning, making your lunches for the morning and going straight to bed. Do you know what I mean? During the week, like, I don't get up too much and I'm sure most people are the same, like, but the weekends, we make up for it. Um, Number two, I said, the money is good, but it can go quick. So, the lifestyle over here is amazing. And that is the main attraction for me about staying here. Um, It's kind of hard to describe, but there's just always something going on and something I want to go to. And it's so true. I think everyone will agree. There's just always something going on. Obviously, I'm talking now outside coronavirus. I'm not even going to touch on coronavirus because you hear it enough everywhere else. But life beforehand, there's just always something like and everyone will agree there's either someone's there's just something to go to or you know like you if there isn't a night out kind of thing it's like right we're going here for the weekend or we're going doing this trip do you know what I mean we're going to see this beach or we're going to see this waterfall or go to this park or something you know even if it's outside of drinking there's just always something so what else did I say I just be prepared to be constantly putting a dent into your bank account to live the life that you want to live that might sound like an obvious thing, and it is, but I also think people think the money over here is amazing and that you have thousands of dollars to spare, which you can depending on what you work at. But going out all weekend and going on excursions will have you spending thousands, no problem. And trust me, like things are expensive here, like, and it is the weekends. If you're looking to save and if you can stay in at the weekends or do like really cheap things at the weekends, you're absolutely flying it. But if you want to, you know, book flights to places and live the life that you, I'm sure, plan initially planned on living coming over here, like that's why you came here to do all these things and make memories and whatever. Unless you came over here to literally save money, which a lot of people do, they just come over here because the money is good. And they just work, 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 don't do much travel-wise. Um, and then go home with the intention of like building a house and stuff. And that's grand as well. Each to their own. But if you are doing all these things and try to make as many memories as possible, you will 100% be putting a big dent in the bank account. Like as much as it is, you can make a lot of money. Like you'll be spending it, no bother. Like uh, So... As much as you can make money, you can spend every penny just as easy. Saving is hard when there's so much fun to be had, which isn't a bad complaint either. That was number two, which is absolutely correct. Number three then is just like a light-hearted one. A good Irish-style Chinese is hard to come by. <laughs> Very true. Oh, like I'd be craving. Not fried rice. Like you can get fried rice anywhere. And I love Thai places over here, but noodles... The fried noodles that you get at home, I just can't get here. And obviously I'm living in Sydney, right? And there's this place called Pagewood in Bondi that everyone's like, oh, it tastes so similar to home. Like, oh, it's unreal, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Wasn't impressed. I've only had it once and I really didn't enjoy it. 
I kind of thought it was rotten, to be honest. I got the noodles. I didn't know what was going on. There was, like, prawns and chicken and spiciness. And it just wasn't the noodles I was expecting. I was expecting, like, my nice fried noodles with, you know, like, the onions with a bit of a crunch. And just lovely vegetables. And a bit of egg going through. Just, like, shout out to Sunshine Palace in Chile. Oh, I can't wait to get a Sunshine Palace when I go home. But so they just don't really have that over here. But I don't know. Everyone says Pagewood is really good. So if you want to try Pagewood, work away. But I didn't think it was great. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. But it just wasn't that good for me. Number four. I said sausage rolls and anything pork based are just not the same. And that is so true. I haven't even thought about this point in ages. I think I got over the whole sausage roll thing. I just kind of was like, right, you're not going to get them. Get over it. I can't wait for a sausage roll. They're just... Sausage rolls are huge here, but they, they're beef. And they're beef, not pork. Which is strange enough as it is. And they're such a disappointment. Like, they're so average. I was going to say they're completely... They are completely different. Because, like, they're made with pastry, but they just... It's not even like... Do you know those you get at home in the deli? Like, you go into Spar Centre and you get five for, like... I don't know, a euro or two euro or something. But the pastry at home is, like so much more crumbly or something even they can't even they don't even have the pastry right it's just not the same then bacon just everything bacon based bacon and pork just not the same like if you're going when getting roast dinners like turkey and ham or bacon and cabbage it's very rubbery which is so annoying but i looked this up i was reading this earlier just to see if they actually still do have this this is just if anyone wants to cook like bacon and cabbage over here we found this thing i haven't had it in i'd say two years now i must get it actually um i must tell dennis that we should get this someday for dinner if you go to woolworth's uh you go in and you can buy this thing called pickled pork and it's as close as you'll get to being able to make a good bacon and cabbage for yourself here i have like i've had it and it was it's not obviously it's not the exact same but it it like falls apart the same way it does at home um it, and it's not rubbery so it's pickled bacon and it's in Woolworths um so yeah try that and let me know how, what you think I must have it myself again I completely forgot about that until I reread this blog number five winter is freezing honestly like nobody told me that it was going to be cold over here like Initially, when I moved over, or when I was planning on moving over here, I wanted to move somewhere that was always going to be hot. Always going to be hot. I remember Canada was one of the options, and I was like, nah, no, I want all year round heat. But sure, nobody said like that winter gets really cold. Literally, not, I, don't, I don't remember one person saying it to me. So it gets so cold here. Uh, not, okay, so cold is dramatic. Like in Sydney, not so cold. It's still not as cold as, as like Ireland. But if you're in Melbourne, I haven't been to Melbourne, um, but apparently Melbourne is freezing in winter time, so didn't know that either. But it's a different type of cold. So as in it could be 13 degrees here, but way colder than the same temperature at home, if that makes sense. I don't know. It's also very rare slash non-existent to have any central heating in houses and apartments. So you do feel it a lot more because you can't come home and cuddle up to the open fire. And then as well, like working in traffic control and you're getting up early in the morning so so and you're standing outside obviously so so cold or if you're doing night shifts <gasps> freezing like you have to have so many layers on i know it's hard to believe <laughs> that you could be that cold but it just is 
but yeah I didn't like I didn't even pack any wintery clothes or warm clothes like I remember in my first winter here um I got my mom to send over some jumpers I think when I went home I brought over some jumpers as well like I just didn't even think obviously you can buy them here as well but like I had shit at home that I just didn't think I needed to bring over okay so number six being so far away from home does take its toll sometimes which is kind of an obvious one really but it's just if I was given the op this is what I said right a year ago so I'm just reading out what I said a year ago if I was given the option to move home in the morning with flights paid for and this and that I wouldn't take it because I want to stay here However, there have been numerous times since I moved here that I have wished it was easier and cheaper to just pop home and see all my family and friends. You have to come to terms with the fact that you will miss out on things from weddings to birthdays and celebrations to commiserations. You can't afford to go home for everything. On top of that, it can be so hard to try and keep in contact with everyone as often as you want to when there's only a certain window in the day when they're awake to take your call or reply to your messages it's kind of gas reading that now because obviously I am going home at Christmas and the start of it I goes if I was given the option to move home in the morning with flights paid for I wouldn't because I want to stay here I think it's just different now because I don't know I just I'm here longer like that was a whole year ago like I had Chris I had two Christmases here and my sister is pregnant with another baby and my net like I have another I have a niece and a nephew already and my nephew is three and like he literally only knows me over FaceTime but being away from home that does take its toll in general like missing friends and family like yeah grand I was fine for a while but like every once in a while you do need to go home and I think I just really wanted I had in my head that I really wanted to go home this Christmas anyway but now it's like if I if I had went if, I, if you do go home for Christmas, you you can't come back to Australia, obviously, with coronavirus. So that's kind of a mixture of the reasons why I'm going home. But definitely, definitely, definitely takes its toll, like, being over here with no family. Or even at the start, like, if you, depending on who you come over with, you might have come over with by yourself, with no friends completely starting afresh or you just came over with a boyfriend or a girlfriend like it's a lot harder than you would think or than I would have thought like I didn't realize it was going to be so hard like at the start I was so because I lived abroad I think I'm I more than likely have talked about this in one of my other podcasts already but like when I first moved over I wasn't even scared like I wasn't that scared I thought it was just going to be a little bit easier to settle in and make friends and stuff because I had lived abroad before and it was easier but that was when I did it before I moved I was single and kind of it was just a lot easier like I was moved in with people who were doing the same thing as me whereas this time I moved over with a boyfriend and the two of us just lived together and if you like if you don't make friends at work or if you don't make friends at home then it's very hard to make friends I did make friends at work but like it took it took me a little while to make friends with them and they weren't they were all Australian or they were living here permanently they were living with their families or something like all the girls I made friends with at work in the cafe that I was in were so so nice and they're lovely and I'm still friends with them now but none of them were doing the same thing as me you know so that's what was it's just that's what was harder I suppose like you don't you're not connecting on the same way because they go home to their family or whatever and they don't have the same struggles as you and they don't get it I suppose or do you know 
it's just easier when you have friends that are doing the same thing as you they've moved away from home and all that kind of crack because eventually when you do make friends with people like that over here like your friends become your family because everyone is in the same situation like everyone over here would say that like your friends are 100% your family over here because you're all going through the same thing any um, ups and downs that you have you go through them together then as well I had um, my best friend for like the majority of the first part of my time here Jess she's from England so she actually was doing the same thing as me like Joe. she's not from here and she came over on whatever visa but then she moved away to New Zealand she's still in New Zealand now but that's another thing that I talked about actually with someone at work is you make friends with people but like people come and go over here because people are on whatever visas and they could be here longer than you and then they have to go in maybe a couple of months time or something so like you make such close friendships with people but then you have to say goodbye to people as well at the same time like nobody's permanently here which has happened to me already like I've said goodbye to two of the Irish girls that I was friends with here and I'm going to be going and other people are going and you know people are always chopping and changing because it's not a permanent thing here so that's another thing as well is like you have to you have friendships but it's so it is hard like (laughs) it's definitely very very hard saying goodbye to people as well because you do become so reliant on them and so close to them because they are your family over here like at the end of the day obviously some people have family over here like you have siblings or you might have an aunt or an uncle or cousins or something over here but most people don't and it definitely gets so so hard because you can't go home for everything like there could be a funeral even now like if there is a funeral or something I, I don't even know what the process is like what do they allow you to come back in if you do cho- choose to go home I don't know it's a bit crazy but yeah it's just like you can't go home for everything you might not be able to afford it like it's expensive if like there was funerals that I obviously would have attended like not my own family but funerals that I would have attended um if I was at home and I really wanted to be at home for them while I was here in my first year so I found that really hard I just you can't like you don't expect those things to happen so you don't have that much like it's it might cost you especially last minute like if you're going home for funerals last minute uh flights can be so expensive they could literally be nearly two thousand dollars and then you're going to be at home for however long you've rent to pay you know you can't just up and go all the time so that is really really hard um and then fam just you know weddings and stuff like my cousin got married while i was here and that's really hard and just in general things not to be to sound so depressing now like and so whatever but like obviously it is you know like going through obviously I went through a breakup not to be talking about that again but I'm going through regular things like you go through regular life things here whatever it is like you might lose your job or yeah go through a breakup or different things where you normally have your parents to your parents or your siblings or your aunts or your uncles or whoever um or your best friends who might be here, you have them to talk to about it normally and you can go over to their house and have a cup of tea or whatever and you can't do that here. Um, like going through a breakup over here was so hard. Not having not having my close friends because my, my best friends weren't here at the time and obviously my parents weren't here and it was just a weird, weird, especially because it's the person that I came over here with. Like It was just a weird, weird experience. So yeah, there's all those things that you go through, but you get through them, obviously. <laughs> um, it's not the end of the world, but yeah, it's 
it's definitely hard I suppose like it's just I suppose people just do look at us over here or maybe people abroad and think god they're living such a unbelievable life and whatever they're living the life of Riley and all this but like obviously there's shit times as well like sure you only ever post the good times as does everyone like I don't know why that's such a mind-blowing thing like when has people don't normally post their shit times <laughs> but yeah and I suppose yeah I've heard other people talking about the whole making friends thing as well the same like when you're when you're looking at Instagram stories and people who are already over there they it, it makes it look so easy that like you make friends so easily and you'll just fall into a group of girlfriends which I was so used to like you know I, I came from college and I lived with my group there were six of us in the house so I kind of I lived at home just after college for a couple of months saving and then I moved to Australia and then I just moved in with my boyfriend at the time and it, I suppose just that was such a change for me that I hadn't really thought about. I was so used to living with a group of girls and always having the crack and coming home and being able to chat about whatever. And then sometimes I'd be coming home to a house where like he mightn't be home from work yet. And then it's just me in the house. Just, it's lonely. Like you can definitely be, lo- definitely be lonely. And it took me, I'd say, I don't know. I think it took me, um, a good few months to properly settle in I think everyone will probably agree with that that it takes you a long time to settle in here not a long time but um January January February March April May June July August September um maybe eight or nine months like when I came home I went home for my sister's wedding after eight months and I think when I came back and I had I saw my friends and I saw my family and I was like grand that's me that's my taste at home and then I came back that's when I felt like yeah that's when we decided like we're definitely going to stay on for another year and everything like that so that's how long I suppose it took me to properly settle into Australia and know that I wanted to stay here for a bit longer but yeah I suppose those are the things that people don't really talk about like it's definitely hard it's not that if you're going over with a boyfriend or if you're coming over on your own it's meant like it all just depends you make your friends in work or home more or less unless you're you play sports or whatever that's obviously a great way to make friends but I don't play um GA <laughs> I did when I was younger but like I just I wouldn't be playing it here it's way for me it seems like it's way too competitive in it because you have everyone from all these different counties who are absolutely unreal and I literally wouldn't do it to myself but yeah it's just not as easy as it seems but happy now having friends now and delighted and everything but yeah I know it was definitely difficult at the start not gonna lie so that was the last thing I think what else did I say being so far away from home does take its toll yeah that was the last one on my blog post and how did I end it all in all I would recommend anyone to come out here and experience it for a little bit and see what it's all about even if you are a homebird it's like a home away from home here because there are so many Irish and other foreigners just like you trying to make a life here there are pros and cons to living anywhere and although those of us abroad may look like we're having or sorry may look like we are living the dream we definitely have our fair share of struggles out here from time to time um that's how i ended that blog post so those are the things that i talked about a year ago but now i have some more that i've just written down the first thing i have written down is the sydney stone <laughs> the sydney stone is definitely a thing i suppose you can already imagine like that you're moving over and it's like holiday at the start like you're going out 
drinking all the time. Do you know you're going to a new place? It's basically just like going on holidays, but it goes on for a long time and there's so much crack. Do you know the way I said like you'd be doing everything or you'd be doing something every weekend? A lot of it involves drinking or eating, like going out to places. There's so many nice cafes and stuff. You'd be going, going for breakfast is such a thing or going for brunch. So yeah, I suppose you do... You, you do end up <laughs> maybe putting on a bit of a Sydney stone in your probably in your first year maybe because everything's so new to you and then maybe you'll fall into a bit more of a routine and you'll cop on to yourself a small bit but the Sydney stone I think everyone's heard of that those that are in Sydney anyway. <laughs> and then the next thing is very gas very gas and I definitely think everyone has because I've been talking about this like to people at work and everyone like everyone knows it as a thing like Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> the Peter Pan syndrome is all lads. I don't know. It's more. It's more of a lad thing than girls. Lads over here are like Peter Pan. They're they're they have no intentions of growing up. It's like they came over here. They just. It's like yeah. It's just the same thing. Like you're on one big holiday or something. Or I don't. They think they're on one big holiday. But same as me. Like that's kind of why I'm leaving. Is because it does nothing's real life here. Like when I lived in with the girls in the other house, like we always used to say, like it's actually not real life here. Nothing is real life. Do you know what it feels like? There's no consequences to anything. You're just yeah, you're going to work and then you're just doing you're just planning your next uh big party weekend or something or it's just I don't know, you just feel like you're never growing up. But there's so many people here that probably came here, lads now, I'm still aiming this at lads. Um, probably came here in their like early 20s and they're still doing the same thing and they're probably in their mid 30s now which is grand whatever but it's the Peter Pan syndrome like just they're on this permanent holiday whereas if they got up and moved back home things would quickly change like you know it's just gas I don't know what it is I don't know what it is but yeah there's a touch of it in me like that is part of why I'm leaving because I just I feel like I'm not going to progress massively like I'm gonna keep doing the same old crack and never like progress and feel any uh life satisfaction maybe is that the way to refer to it but <laughs> I swear to god ask anyone and they will completely agree I've yet to meet someone that hasn't heard of the Peter Pan syndrome in Australia or Sydney like it's just gas um maybe that's everywhere abroad I don't know. Obviously, that doesn't apply to everyone because there are people that settle here and they have families here and they move out of uh, the eastern suburbs, which is where most people live. And they live out west and they <laughs> cop onto themselves and they live a normal life and they're not like just living for the weekend type thing. So there are people like that over here as well, but... No, it's just, it is gas. Like, <laughs> there's no judgment, I think it is. There's no judgment. Like, you never look at a 30-something-year-old here that's just, you know, that they're still single, which is grand, obviously. Uh, still single, still absolutely going on seriously mad tears at the weekend. Do you know, there's no judgment. You're not like, Jesus, your man has no house yet or isn't married or anything. Nobody gives a shit, like... So that's why it's like you just keep you just keep going and nobody cares and nothing's said to you because of Peter Pan syndrome. Just in addition to that as well, like just as funny as it sounds, the whole Peter Pan syndrome thing, it is kind of an issue as well. Um, from talking to people like especially in guys over here, 
um, mental health and like suicide rates are kind of an issue for people they tend to like do you know lads over here like they work so much especially those that are in construction so it's just constant work 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 and then at the weekend just drinking the absolute shit out of it like there just is more to the inside of coaches the inside of jimmies and the inside of tees like those are all pubs in sydney irishy pubs in sydney by the way for those that don't know but there are more to those things like and it's just important to see the beautiful country that you are in not to be preachy here at all like i'm 100% not it it just is it's sad that people get into such a rush of working and drinking when there's so many more things to be doing and there's so many people that are there to do it with you is that like you you don't need a partner you don't need a boyfriend or a girlfriend to be doing these things with you've you def there's friends and there's people around that are mad to do these activities like but yeah I just wanted to add that part in because I remember talking to someone about it and I was so shocked when I heard this girl was telling me she I think someone had I had heard news of someone like a someone who knew someone through someone had unfortunately um passed away through suicide and then she was just saying that it actually is a big enough issue that they often talk about it in pre-starts that um on construction jobs like they talk about off your because obviously you're doing uh, long hours if you're doing construction and they just often talk about mental health like if you're not feeling okay talk to someone and all that which they kind of should do anyway but i'm just saying how it's specific to that because it has been seen to be such a such an issue which I wasn't actually aware of but I suppose once it was brought to light I was like actually yeah that's it's not even surprising like you do see those type of lads over here that are just work 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 and then absolutely just drink the shit out of it at the weekend who've just fallen into this habit of coming over to make money um coming over to make money but aren't enjoying the money that they're making like which you absolutely should they probably have loads in the bank but it's useless to them because they're not enjoying themselves you know so I just wanted to add that part in I feel like this whole podcast is slightly a little bit negative or depressing or something and I wasn't intending for it to be but just really wanted to add that part in um what's the next thing I have relationships don't last in Sydney if I hear that one more time I swear to god everyone everyone says that like do you know when you be at work like I meet so many different people all the time in traffic control because you'd be changing uh you'd be going on to different sites and stuff a lot of the time so it's the same questions obviously like oh who'd you come over with blah 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 and then like when I tell them and you're obviously with them all day you're not doing much you'd be having conversations but if when I say like oh I came over with uh boyfriend or whatever we're not together anymore everyone's like oh relationships don't last in Sydney they're like I've heard so many people and you do like you hear so many people that have broken up um that came over together and they broke up with their boyfriends of they could be like long-term boyfriends like seven years or um 10 years or whatever but that is such a thing that's said over here I don't think me personally I don't think it's Sydney isn't the reason I mean it is and it isn't like Sydney isn't the reason that relationships break up or Australia isn't the reason that relationships break up I think it just gets rid of the weak ones quicker do you know what I mean like the ones that probably weren't going to last anyway it just cuts them a little bit quicker like it takes you out of your comfort zone I suppose like you and you're you're probably living together you might have lived together at home it takes you out of your comfort zone and you might be living together and you just I don't know you you're 
you're figuring yourself out and stuff and then you just realize that actually I'm not that well suited to someone I think like if your relationship is very strong and you're going to last the distance or you're going to you know go a long way or you're going to get married or whatever it's not going to affect your relationship in the slightest it just literally cuts short the relationships that probably weren't going to fucking last anyway (laughs) do you know like I don't Sydney didn't break up my relationship we just weren't that well suited do you know it had nothing to do with being here but it probably just helped a little bit (laughs) um that we were here because maybe probably would have went down a little bit too long but yeah that's more or less it I just think it takes you out of your comfort zone you know you're not living in your maybe your small town that you were living in before you're meeting loads more people both of you are like you're meeting more people in work you're meeting more people wherever you're just taken out of your comfort zone you're meeting new people you're doing new things and you both might just grow separately rather than together so that's a lot of it like you know you probably would have done that in a few years anyway some of the relationships um that's my view in it anyway I just think it cuts that short (laughs) and because it forces you to realize that oh shit actually maybe we're we're not that well suited and we're not going to go the distance and that's it um but if your relationship is a one and you're going to last a long time then Australia or Sydney is not going to make a difference to that like you know it shouldn't anyway so that's what I think I know people always say oh relationships don't last in Sydney or relationships don't last in Australia they will if they were going to last anyway is my opinion what else is there oh Bondi Beach is overrated yeah I think I've said that in one of my other episodes but yeah I do think Bondi Beach is definitely overrated like I used to watch that the what's it called Bondi Rescue um program and like I it looks bigger or something or you just presume it's going to be a lot nicer but in general yeah it's lovely but the beach is not my favorite beach at all like there's so many way nicer beaches like I love Brante um Jesus I can't even think of beaches now but I yeah it's just not wouldn't be my favorite beach at all so it's very overrated but still grand like but just it is one of those things like oh yeah this one now Getting a job is hard. <laughs> Getting a job is hard. Like, it's not easy at all to get a job here. Now, maybe, obviously, everyone is different. And maybe some people are like, what are you on about? I got a job within the first, like, two weeks. Very jealous. But visa limitations. Like, if you're coming over here, you're more than likely on a working holiday visa. So you're only allowed work in one place for six months at a time. And then, like, I remember... Like, I, I've heard it so many times, like, people applying for jobs and going for interviews. And, like, they get on very well with things. And then they say, oh, what uh, visa are you on? And then it's like, oh, sorry, can't take you on. Do you know, it's nothing to do with your abilities or anything. Sometimes it genuinely just is, like, they don't want someone that can only... They want someone full-time. Like, they want someone that's going to be there for a year or two years. Not someone that's only going to be there for six years or six months so yeah it can be really really hard like eventually you probably will be able to get a job in whatever you're qualified in but it'll just it just takes a lot longer than it probably would if you were at home and maybe that is that's probably a lot of the reason why so many Irish people work in construction and traffic control as well as yeah obviously the money is really good but that's probably a lot of the reason why as well because it's it's just a lot easier to fall into those jobs but yeah it's just not that easy um, and it's easier for men. Yeah, I did see that written down somewhere as well. 
of course it is like easier for me and what isn't <laughs> uh yeah because like obviously laboring laboring jobs like uh or driving like uh trucks not that women can't drive trucks but like operating like heavy things um that take a lot of strength even though a woman yeah probably could do it but they're more than likely want to employ a man but you know all those type of jobs like they're they're everywhere like but then if a girl is going into traffic control sure there isn't that many traffic control jobs or there's so many girls looking for traffic control jobs that it's just not as easy basically it's just a lot easier for men there's nothing new there um and the next thing oh yeah everyone loves someone in a high vis oh, i don't know what that is about like i don't know what it is about a high vis but it's very sexy like all the <laughs> when back when before i was in a relationship like just me and the girls used to we'd all agree even though if i was at home now and if we we're all at home and if would i feel the same i don't feel like i would i don't feel like like let's say if i was single like and i was out pulling or if i was looking for someone would i think that <laughs> If I saw a group of lads in high vis at home, I just don't think I would think the same. And they say, like, lads also think that girls in high vis over here, like, they're attracted to that as well. But I feel like if they saw a group of girls at home, <laughs> at home inside in the pub in high vis, they'd be like, where are they going? What are they doing? I just think over here, I think we touched on it before on the podcast that I did with the lads, that it's more of a, you you, you know they're Irish then. Not that we can't mingle with other people, but I suppose we're just a, we're just drawn to the the crack and being able to have the same humor as someone straight away. Like off the bat, you just know that they're going to have the same crack. So then you're like, oh, and then yeah, I don't know. And a lot of the time, yeah, they're they're good looking enough. <laughs> anyway, so the hive is yeah, it's just it's a weird thing. I definitely don't think that if I saw. People, uh, lads at home in high vis I would think the same like I really don't think I would it's so strange okay so I think I've touched on a lot of people's things that they sent in on Instagram uh, follow me on Insta- follow me on Instagram by the way because I put up things to get people involved in the podcast like suggestion boxes and whatever so it's I'm just Ashlyn Dowling on Instagram however there's a few things that I'll just Go through loads of people said about the that it actually gets cold here so everyone i wasn't the only one that wasn't informed that it gets fucking cold here like um what else is there oh <laughs> bin chickens if you probably wouldn't have heard of these unless you have lived in australia or you're here because i hadn't a clue what they were but they're how do i google them just google bin chickens so that you can actually see what they are they're like these disgusting disgusting birds that kind of look like chickens but with longer legs and longer necks and they hang around the bins basically but they're like do you know what I mean? like you have pigeons and you have seagulls and you have black crows and then you have a bin chicken like they're the scum of the bird earth if that makes sense like they're the they're the dirt between your toes like they're manky they're just Long legs, long necks, uh, long beaks, 
gross things that I remember when I first came here I was like what the fuck are these yokes because they don't get scared you know the way birds normally get scared like if you're walking near them not the bin chickens don't give a fuck they couldn't give two shits what's going on around them <laughs> they're just chilling around the bins and they're so dirty as hell like they have white feathers but you know the way you'd see a seagull obviously seagulls to be in and out of the water so they're absolutely glistening um but pigeons don't look dirty but these things need to hop into the river and give themselves a wash because they're absolutely manky so bin chickens that's another random australian thing please google them just so you can see what they look like if you don't already know other little things that people said you will be broke for all of your first year if not two yeah true um that kind of touches on like how hard it is to find a job i suppose that's probably why you would be broke not finding a job and then absolutely living the life of luxury and then as well on top of it like when i think back on the amount of saving like the amount of money i had coming over and how quickly that disappeared it actually makes me feel sick i'm not even going to get into it because that actually makes me very sad um another thing farm work takes more than 88 days so if you didn't know to get a second year working holiday visa you have to do your farm work. Obviously you can get like, some people could get like a different visa. You could go on a student visa or get sponsored or a school visa or something like that. But to get your second year working holiday, you have to go and do 88 days of farm work. But yeah, um, farm work is a completely different long topic that I'm not even gonna get into. But basically yeah, it takes more than 88 days for numerous different reasons, but give yourself way more time basically like you say like oh yeah you have to do three months farm work most people are there for the guts of could be there for the guts of five months to actually complete the 88 days like you don't get you're not gonna be you might not be getting consistent work all the time so yeah that's another thing when you get sponsored you pay 30 percent tax straight away big impact on income and cost of living so that's another visa thing yeah that's about it though I think I've covered most of the other things that came in. Oh no wait, big cockroaches. How big the cockroaches are, that's another thing. Everyone goes on about spiders. Like I feel like people think that spiders are here and there's so many spiders. I never see spiders. No more than I would at home like. I see more cockroaches, obviously not at the moment really. I don't want to be seeing them anyway. <laughs> there's actually a cockroach out in our hallway at the moment and he's turned upside down. He's dead actually, <laughs> he's dead actually RIP. The other day he was upside down and he was alive, but he's dead now. Massive, I haven't seen one in ages because obviously it's been winter time. So now the season is coming for the cockroaches again. We have been assured, reassured that there will be no cockroaches in our apartment when we moved in. Because it can be such a massive issue, like the spider thing is not an issue. You're not gonna see spiders in the city, but you could easily be seeing too many cockroaches in your apartment the stories i've heard of people living in places and they're like even yeah in the house i used to live in with the girls there used to be loads of cockroaches uh, mini ones uh, um boy yeah one one story i heard oh there was just cockroaches everywhere and the landlord just wouldn't do anything about it like in the bedrooms no they're just ew they're so disgusting like and it can be so hard to get rid of them 
but we've been reassured here that there won't be any but we'll see now in the next couple of months when the heat comes back please god but yeah that's the last thing i think i've kind of covered everything i hope this episode wasn't too depressing i feel like i was going up and down and up and down but yeah these are all the things or as many things I could think of and as many things that people sent in to me in relation to Australia and the things that people don't tell you about moving to Australia or the things people don't tell you about us living in Australia. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative or interesting or you got just a giggle out of it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you haven't already, rate me on Apple Podcasts. Give me a little review if you wouldn't mind. Follow me on Spotify. And again, always appreciate when people share my podcast because it makes such a difference. So tell all your family and all your friends. That's about it for me. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye.